This podcast is brought to you by Most Valuable Podcasts, leading the league in podcasting entertainment. Welcome in, my friends, to another episode of Behind the Pen. My name is Mike Rankin, and today I have a very special edition of this show for you. Strictly Chicago Cubs, and I have a good friend of mine, close with the organization, been a fan for so long, Miss Brittany Dole, the talented, the lovely. Thank you so much for jumping on. Oh, Mike. Oh, oh stop. It's so good to see you. I know. Thanks it's great. for having me. Thank you so much for jumping on. We're going to talk nothing but Cubs baseball today. Uh, I know you're close with the Cubs. They've been near and dear to your heart, as they are to me. Yes, of so course. So I'm going to ask you a lot about stuff and things. We're going to get into it. Also, just a note. For those listening on YouTube and blogtalkradio.com backslash behind the pen, I'm doing another show. And the next one is going to be strictly Major League Baseball talk. I'm going to preview the season. But for right now, all Chicago Cubs with my good pal, Brittany. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited to have this conversation. We're going to preview the 2017 season. That'll be later on. We're going to talk about your specific experiences because uh, I hear that uh, you had a special kind of time during Game 7 of the World Series. We'll get into that. We're going to talk about them winning the championship. We're going to reminisce. We're going to talk about relationships. Oh, it's going to be fun. So thank you all for tuning in here on Most Valuable Podcast. I'm so much looking forward to it. So let's get into it. First of all, defending World Series champions. How does that feel to actually say it out loud? I feel like we should even take a minute just to realize that's real life. But it's isn't that something? I know. You're not really used to it, right? I guess like um, when you had thought about it happening... You're like, okay, you, you picture it in your mind, right? right? When it actually happens, but then it actually happened. And you're just, it's it just a realization sometimes that doesn't sink in until maybe, I don't know, a year and a half later, right. two years, 10 years? Maybe even 10. 20 years? Who knows? So it's one of those things like, uh, it, I've been waiting for this for so long. Every 11 11, I've been wishing for the yep. Cubs to win the World Series. I'm with you. Every birthday wish. But all right, so I, I have to ask you this question because I already kind of know the answer to it. Where were you for game seven of the World Series last year when they won it all? I was there in the flesh in Cleveland Unreal. in the bleachers. How did you get those tickets, by the way? I bought them on StubHub. Yeah? Yep. My mom said, go for it. The night before, I was supposed to be registering for classes. Mm-hmm. And Responsible college oh, student. Oh, yeah. But nope, I was on StubHub around 1230 at night, right before that. It was that day. And I was kind of losing my mind because I didn't know the park. I'm like, I don't know where to sit. Yeah. And I found some bleacher tickets for a pretty decent price. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, for Game 7 of oh, the World yeah. Series, I mean, I'm sure you paid a pretty penny. Yeah, it was. Thanks to my mom. She's the best. Yeah. Shout out, mom. Oh, my gosh. But that's <laughs> something that you'll never forget. Oh, no. It's um, so worth it. So, all right. I also have a personal experience of where I was during Game 7. It act- they actually won on my birthday. I know. That's pretty awesome. I know. It what was actually, it was unbelievable. But I have to ask you your experience first because okay. let's let's go back to Game 7. Now, we, we got to remember it is probably one of the most intense oh. games, winner-take-all games in all of history of sports, I could argue. Honestly, one, I'm a little biased for Cup fans. Of Obviously, course. we're going to say that. But when you look at it, seriously, we have never seen a oh. baseball game with so much on the line given the history of both squads, right? Yeah. Cleveland hasn't won in over 60 years. The Cubs, obviously, 108. Yep. It was... I honestly don't know how I survived it. That sounds a little dramatic, but if you ask my best friend Allie, she thought she might need a medic a few times during the game. Oh, it was yeah? just so up and down, and my emotions were everywhere, like pretty much the whole country and world watching. But just to be there, the experience, I mean, honestly, I feel like I could write a book about it, just all the emotions yeah, just I experienced. One game. Yes, just one game. And I just feel so blessed that I was able to go and 
I still can't believe it. Mm-hmm. I tear up just thinking about I it. I know, the chills. I, was, I brought Kleenex just in case, because <laughs> I know, I just get goosebumps, and it's just the time of my life and something I'll never forget, and that's why I think I do want to write it down, just because the little things you might forget, and I don't want to. Absolutely. I don't want to forget any of it. And I think that kind of resonates with a lot of people, too, because whether how old you are, how long you've been a fan, it means something super Absolutely. special. And I am so envious that you were actually there to experience Chris Bryant slipping on that grass down the third oh. baseline, throwing it across to Rizzo. Oh, my gosh. When he let go of that ball, I was like, don't throw it over his head. I know. Then, oh, my gosh. But, uh, I mean, I'm looking back at the game, and Dexter Fowler, first inning, first batter, hits Lean a home off. run. What was the atmosphere like in the stadium? Well, because there were a lot of Cub fans. Honestly, I felt like I was, you know, the whole stadium was Cubs fans at that point. It was so loud. Mm. And I said, well, we're starting off like this. You know, I had a good feeling. Yeah, right. This it, is it. It felt magical. It was like almost when you watch a movie or a baseball movie and you see the, the stadium, it was electric. Oh, I and I didn't even, I couldn't even really, you know, fathom that I was in a visiting ballpark. And it just felt so right. Mm-hmm. So, oh man, the so feeling, many like, Cubs I'm fans. Just thinking oh, about I know. It, yeah. So many Cub fans filled. Uh, what is that? Progressive Field in yeah, Cleveland. Progressive Field. And well, I haven't been there. Is it nice? Is it big? I, you know what? I enjoyed it. Yeah. I can't say one Pretty bad clean. thing about it. Yeah, it was very clean. Awesome. Well, I mean, yeah, World Series Game Seven. Oh, it obviously. was incredible. Just driving up, I still right now thinking yeah. about it. You know, seeing the field and oh, that's it's, great. It was incredible. So we're gonna fast forward a little bit. Yeah. Obviously, we don't have to go through you know, <laughs> run by run, which I would love to. Right. I, oh yeah. Wilson Contreras double off the wall unbelievable Chris maybe ba- another time yeah, this, another yeah. time right <laughs> but uh what was the thought i know when chris uh, i'm sorry uh it was uh kyle hendricks coming in right. and he walked the batter which by the way that was a strike he shouldn't yeah. have walked oh. that guy got him to first base don't get me started with two outs what, in the fourth inning yeah. or fifth inning fourth, fourth or inning? fifth something like that I, I, it may have been the fifth inning uh because he went four and two thirds right. something like that yep so yep. he walks the batter and joe man pulls him and right. he said prior to the game you know i'm not going to put in john lester for the right. situation you know and, uh, only a clean inning two runs score Bounce, bounces a ball, hits David Ross in the face. I know. You know, and, and it's a, all of a sudden after the Cubs were up, what, 5-1? It's yep. now 5-3. Oh. David Ross is, is cold coming into the ball yep. game. You're just like, what is happening? I was sweating. Yeah. Oh, no, man. Was, was that when the anxiety started to rise? You know. Or was it like at a, at a peak throughout? It's hard to say because I was just a mess to begin with yeah. because I just knew you were either going home so happy or I'm going to be crying the whole— Well, I was going to cry either right. way the whole way home, which I did. But that's when it really set in, especially because I could see, I was in the bleachers, so I saw the bullpen. I could see, like, Arietta warming up. Right. I'm like, what is going on? I just, I couldn't control myself. I don't know what I would have done if my best friend wasn't there. Mm. Because she's like, it's going to be fine. It's fine. That was her, her trademark. It's yeah. fine. <laughs> that's good. You have someone to be like, all right, right it's yeah. no big deal. Right. Uh, David Ross, next inning, home run, unreal. Atmosphere must have been electric. Oh, man. Papa Daddy Ross. I cried. Oh, I believe I it. I did, Mike. I believe it. But Rajay Davis, when, when that oh. happened... I, what what was going through your mind? I started crying. Yeah. I said, either the curse is real, which I really didn't believe it was. Of course. But at that moment, I said, this cannot be happening. Mm-hmm. And then you started to hear the Indians fans, and they're like, oh, it's true. And, you know, this guy behind me was heckling me for my Sano jersey. And I said, I'm just going to get back in the right frame of mind. They can do it. This is history. We've, you know, never been in this, you know, moment like this in so long. You can't screw it up. So I did, you know, 50-50. I was like, I could go either way, obviously, but... Yeah, when that happened... It was rough. I was, I, I was oh my feeling gosh. sick. I felt I, nauseous. I couldn't believe it. I mean, you were at the highest point. You are yeah. like, this is actually going to happen. Right. And then all of a sudden, it's like, we're tied late in the game, in the eighth inning, and you still had to get outs to get out of the inning. 
Uh, it was just, uh, I couldn't do it. If you asked me to live through that game again without knowing oh. the outcome, oh. I would say, hell no. I know. I agree with you because my health, yeah, right. Right, right there it's at, at that point, I'm like, you know what? I don't know. Yeah. I shouldn't be getting this upset, but I was. I felt <laughs> so my blood sugar dropping, you know, blood <laughs> we, pressure. We all know the story, Jason right. Hayward with the, you know, magical oh, yeah. $189 million speech <laughs> in the locker room. And then uh, all of a sudden, you know, they win. So they win. And what was the celebration like in Cleveland? Like, did you have, okay. so how long were you at the ballpark? And, and just take me through it. Okay, so we get to the ballpark a few minutes before first pitch. You know, it took a while actually to get in and everything. It's game seven though. Um, so I was there up until I wanted to see them celebrate, obviously. At first I had to cry for a while. <laughs> I took my pictures uh, underneath the sign that said World Series Champions, which still, just saying that, oh, it's amazing. So, you know, we decided about a half hour after because, I mean, the whole all the Cubs fans went, you know, to behind home plate. So we all kind of went around. But just we walked around the park. We even went up to the upper deck just to see every aspect of what was going on because mm. I didn't want to just be in one spot. I wanted to just say I want to absorb cool. this. So we walked around and I was really thirsty because we went all the way up to the upper deck. <laughs> and I'm like, Ugh, I don't know if I can take this. So then we come back down and, you know, I took my pictures and just it was just the feeling I'll never forget it. It was it was the best. And um, leaving, you know, I, I was offered a good amount of money for my ticket stubs. And I said, oh, oh no, no way. No never. way. You got to keep I that said, forever. This is going with me to my grave. This, oh, yeah. this is it. And just and it was pouring rain when we got out of there uh -huh. and we were soaked. And it was just like straight out of a movie. It was amazing. I didn't even care. I'm like, this is beautiful. But someone said it to me in the bleachers. They said, a little rain stops a drought. And I just started bawling. Come I said, on. This is, Come on. I said, put that on a Hallmark card. That is just That's the storybook. most beautiful thing I've ever heard. I mean, given the situation. Oh, my oh, goodness. Oh, my gosh, Mike. It was it was incredible. <laughs> but just the whole experience I had in the playoffs and, and just it's it's been the time of my life, and yeah. I'm so blessed, and I've been a fan my whole life. Yeah, so obviously you can just tell from the stories that we're talking about. You can just feel the energy from our voices. This is how much the Cubs mean to us, yes. and I understand all of the Cub fans who are listening. We appreciate you, and you, we get you. We understand yeah. how much it means to you, and uh, we bring this up. We wanted to open that up because uh, we it's special to us, and you have a special connection with the Chicago Cubs. And uh, I've known you for a couple years now, right. and you told me something that I just I can't fathom in my head. You met uh, where you you have some sort of special relationship with the Ricketts family. I do. I'm very blessed by this relationship. I actually befriended Todd Ricketts. I met him at the Chicago Auto Show two or three years ago, and I didn't know them before. This was a chance meeting, and I still can't believe you know it's just what are the odds? So you how did you run into him? Well. The thing is, it's a fancy event. It's the opener. So I was wearing, you know, a nice dress and I was having my mom take my picture. And this guy above, there's a few steps up, you know, he's like, oh, I have a better angle, kind of joking around. And I look at him. I'm like, you kind of look familiar. I was like, you look like one of the Ricketts. Right. He's like, I am. Which one? And I said, Todd. And he said, well, that's me. Oh, my goodness. And, you know, the running joke is my mom said, oh, yeah, come on, don't be so gullible. So she says, let me see your license. So yeah. he does it, and it's him. So we started, you know, we were, we were laughing, and I said, <laughs> I'm a huge Cubs fan, and he could probably tell because, you know, you, you recognize someone and they know. And, you know, he said, oh, are you going opening night? I said, I'm trying to get tickets. He said, oh, you know, I'll Here take you care go. of you. Oh, my gosh. And that's when we started talking, and he's a fantastic guy. I have mm -hmm. nothing but great things to say about that entire family. They've been so nice to me. And the experiences that I'll be able to tell my kids about just because 
I'm blessed with this kind of connection. Mm -hmm. And they're a fantastic family. They really are. Can you tell me a little bit about some of the experiences you've had, maybe some of the events that they hosted that you were able to yeah. go to? Yeah, I actually, the opening night after I met him, I was able to go to a rooftop party. And just, it was just incredible to be you know, a guest of them. Sure. And they treat you like, you know, you're not just a fan, you're, you're a friend. And I appreciated that. And I was able to go to the playoffs and they had some parties before and after. And I've met a ton of cool people. Mm -hmm. And it, it was just, I'm telling you, it was like a dream. And really, we go back. So you have a relationship with the Ricketts family. You, you know, it seems like that just by chance now, all oh, of a yeah. sudden, I mean, it seems like you have some sort of legitimate connection there right. uh, that you can actually have for a while. And when you look at the Chicago Cubs organization, really, when the Ricketts family took over for the Tribune Company, what was right. that, in 2009? Or 2010, about right. around yeah. that time, uh, that's when you started seeing the changes come yes. around Wrigley Field because you see it now, some of the right. designs. Oh, Obviously, yeah. they have the long-term dispute with the rooftop oh, yeah. owners, with yep. the renovation process, but now it's starting to take shape. Yep. The field looks beautiful. Oh, I know. And it was a long time coming, but my goodness. I mean, the, the scoreboard, beautiful. Obviously, the two scoreboards on, on the left field uh, wall, great. And people, the traditionalists may have you know been skeptical, but I mean, how can you say no to this, what you have right now. Oh, I know. And plus around the area now, it's sort of turning into a ballpark to, uh, like community. You know what I'm saying? Like similar to what Boston has, where Boston, near Fenway Park, they close off streets on game days. Right. And they have just, it's an extension of Fenway Park around the area. And that's sort of where the Cubs are going. I don't know if you saw pictures of the new plaza. I did. I was looking at them Beautiful. today. They're going to do movies in the park. This is going to be something that everyone can enjoy. And we really have to give credit to the Ricketts family. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. They're... You know, they know what they're doing. They love the team, and I've seen that firsthand, being close to them. And that's teams. somebody that, like, you look at the other organizations, and, you know, when you have an ownership that loves yes. the fans. And they, they do. do they, and they want to win. Yep. I mean, it happened—really, when they cup, when the Cubs won, the OFC took over— uh, one, one of the trademark signings in the history of the organization is grabbing Theo Epstein in the offseason 2011. You see it. Five yep. years— and we look at this Cubs team now, and I'm not going to jump ahead here because we got we're going to preview the 2017 season. Don't get us wrong, right. but when you look at the Cubs team that won in 2016, this really wasn't supposed to happen this quickly I know, because it you have fast. a full roster of young players, right? 26, 24, 25, oh, yeah, and then a mixture of veterans. And mm -hmm. I think it was that was the year. 2016 was it. Everything flowed. And I tell you what, when Dexter Fowler signed in February, when he walked on to Mesa and he said, "Well, I'm coming back for one more year." Yep, that was it. That, that was, was it, it for me. I was like, "Pencil it in. Cubs are going to win the World Series this year," and they did it. You got to hear this though. So I think it was the NLCS. I was at Wrigley Barbecue beforehand because I had to get to the game like eight hours before, you know, because there's traffic and all that. So this guy, this nice family that was there, they've spent a lot of money on tickets. We were talking to them. And he said, do you know how many stitches are in a baseball? And I knew. And he said 108. And I just knew. It's like right there, the universe just, I felt like it lined up. And I just said, this is it. It's like when you, when you looked at it, things that went the Cubs way don't usually go the Cubs way. I know. I mean, that, that happened so often like the this rain. season. The rain. The rain delay. I mean, that was huge. Uh, how about when uh, David Ross juggled the ball and Rizzo was yep. there to catch it? I know. It's like, like occurrences such as that, Just I'm like, this is it. Yep. I mean, stuff's going right. But I'm glad you brought it back to the conversation we were having a little before because I forgot to mention my experience. Yep. You know, it was my birthday, Game 7 oh, yeah. of the World Series, and obviously I wish nothing but a Cubs World Series win for pretty much the entirety of my <laughs> lifetime. It happened. Um, and it happened on my birthday. I mean, just storybook. 
Oh, the stars were aligned. Brandy, I'm, I'm telling you. I'm telling you, you Mike. Telling you. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> I never doubted it. It's incredible. Um, so I actually, you know, I was in, I'm in college uh, at the time last year, and I was like, okay, I'm out of class early. This really doesn't happen. I want to be there when it okay. happens. And so game seven, my birthday, I got to do something. I get my buddy. I take a train. We get to Wrigley. And it's about 3.30, 4 o'clock, and we were hoping to get inside somewhere, right. anywhere, maybe even down towards Southport or even further down in Lakeview because you have to be in the area. But everything was packed. Everything was packed. I Lines bet. out the door, weren't moving, one in, one out, and nobody's going to leave. Of course. So we were like, all right, well, we, we got to figure out something here. And it started <laughs> to rain. We were like, okay, this is this may have been a bad idea because we were a, didn't have a plan right. going down to Wrigleyville. Uh, so we just like posted up outside a bar where they have TVs and the open window, you know, okay. so you can look inside. But we weren't able to sit. And it's about the first inning, you know, Dexter Fowler hits the homer. We're all going nuts. The whole area. I'm sure. Entire area imagine. just erupt. I've never felt, felt like eruption from a crowd ever. Like other than that, just being a part of that community at Wrigley, uh, Wrigley Field yeah. around Wrigleyville. Oh, my gosh. Uh, so. We were sitting there. Or we gotta, we gotta find a TV. We gotta like sit down and watch right. this game. And we get a call from my buddy's friend, who he hasn't talked to. He said in about nine years. So like he went off doing his own thing. Oh boy! You know he is now a firefighter. It turns out he was a firefighter for the firehouse across the street from Wrigley Field. Oh my god! Right on Waveland Avenue. Just storybook, li- Mike. Literally across the street. He goes, yeah, yeah, come on in. We got a TV here. Oh, I'm like, are you serious? We busted over there. We get inside and we sit down with firefighters, yeah. state police officers, riot wow. people. The whole place was packed. They had cameras from MLB Network because they were I just bet. like, "Oops, yeah, you heard that." <laughs> they were they were moving and, and taking a video of you know just reactions of the Cubs fans right. and the and the people around the uh, firehouse community. And we got to sit in there. We were the only regulars How in cool the building. Is that? With all these firefighters, state police officers watching the Cubs, they had like a 70-inch TV in their room. So we sat down. We got to watch the right. game. It was incredible. What Ended a up cool winning. story. I'll tell you what, though. I will say this. Uh, I will never. <laughs> when they won, it was pandemonium. Oh, I mean, I'm, I'm sure. talking people down the street. It's kind of terrifying, you actually. Can't, you can't move. And, like, there's it, – it, it's it, as if it's a river of people. Oh, and yeah. it just continues to move, and you have no choice but to follow the flow. <laughs> they kind of picks you up, the whole crowd. That's how it was when they won the, the pennant. Yeah, yeah. And, and, you know, I'm telling you, it's, like, carbon dioxide everywhere. And I felt bad for the people who were, like, 5'2". I'm sure. You know, they're getting squished. Right. They can't breathe. They're not all tall like us. It's, well, you right. Know? <laughs> you know, we're 6'5", real built. <laughs> My 5'7 stature. Yeah. Right. Still, I mean, I just – it was – I'll never do that again because of the, the the danger in it. I mean, I'll tell you this, though. Okay. Um, it was really calm, given yeah. the fact of the magnitude of the situation. It was calm. The people were controlled. The Chicago police did such a great job of monitoring everything. I think there was like two arrests, and they were just wow. from disorderly conduct. It wasn't even rioting. After all car. those years, it was, it was very contained. I have to commend like the Wrigley community, the Cubs fans. You know, and what, seven million people went to the Cubs parade unofficially? It's like the seventh largest gathering in human history. How do you take that, haters, right? right? All the people over the years, that's another story. How do you calculate that? The amount of people that are I don't know. Do you have people counters? I don't know how that works. Yeah, I don't know. You just like, yeah. one, two, Like three. at a bar when you have those things. 
numbers. I don't know. Maybe that's, but that's a big, you know, the city's big. So who knows? Sure. I trust the numbers though. Sure. Of course. Yeah. yeah it's no, gotta be right. Absolutely. But see, it's such a big deal because we're going to say this forever. No, you can't take it away no. from these cup fans no. anymore. Like, you can never top champion. that, yeah. Mike. You just can't. Uh, that, no matter what happens, you just can't top it. I'm going to buy every documentary. I'm going to buy yeah. every, I want to make one. I yeah. really do. Yeah. I should have done the do whole it. camera thing, but I said I want to enjoy the moment as mm-hmm. is. Good for you. I, I don't want a camera in my face, Good even though I kind of regret it. Well, no, hey, that's hey, okay. You can't. You can't. Uh, anyway, and that, that was our Chicago Cubs reminiscing conversation. I hope you enjoyed it. And let me just add one more yeah, thing. Yeah, please do. So, you know, driving there, which was a memory in itself, going to Cleveland, I can't tell you how many times Ali and I said, I can't believe we're doing this. Right. Honestly, if I would have taken a, a tally, it would have been hundreds. But oh, yeah. just the whole thing. I hear a song that was playing that day. It brings me back. So it's it's just crazy. I have so many good memories and not just game seven. So Memories. What's memories. your favorite baseball memory besides game seven? Because obviously, the you know. Right. Probably throwing out the first pitch. You were able to throw out the first I pitch. I was. Yes. How old were you? I was... This was only a couple years ago. It was 2013. So, let's see. Four years 20, ago? 20. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. yeah, 20. And I made it over the plate. Hey, so, nice. Yeah. It so, was, how did it you get something. that gig? It was actually my uh, my great stepdad, John. Okay. He won it at a golf outing. It was a silent auction. Oh. And he was he knows how much I love the Cubs. And he's a fantastic guy. And he said, you know what? He, he said... Do this. Man, and I started crying. You I have said, such you a nice family. Me. I do. I'm really blessed. Absolutely. So that was something, I mean, I still have the pictures. It's still my cover photo. I think it's going to be like that forever. That picture's never going away. Don't blame you. And my other memory, you know, I'm sitting there. It's at the NLCS. They're, I'm sitting in the, in the... You were at the NLCS. I was re- at all the playoff games yeah? this year. Yeah. All of them? All of them. Not in Cleveland. Not in Cleveland, no. But it was just Game 7. Ones. All the home ones I was there, and, you know, they do those. Uh... Oh, my goodness. You were at the NLDS. You I were... saw them clinch. I went to the rooftop after and had champagne and saw all the people pour out. And <sighs> it was just, I'm telling you, Mike, I got to write a book. It was just, I can't believe it. Yeah. I'm so blessed. And But, you know, my favorite part was I'm sitting there, and it's, it's you know how they play on the Jumbotron. They have some videos of throughout the season. Well, they had this one. It was to, like, a 21 Pilot song. And I'm looking up there, and I have my Cubs puppet I bring with. He's right. like a punching guy, and I usually get on TV. Well, I'm watching this trailer, and it's it's a, a season highlights, and I see myself up there yeah. from a past game. And oh, I, I lost it. I, yeah. I called my mom. I said, "You can't, I, you know, I can't believe this. It's a commercial, basically." So that's a, that's another memory, just because I wasn't expecting. You were in a Chicago Cubs hype video. Yeah, and I, and I still have it, and I watch it. You know, I tear <laughs> up. Uh. You and should send it to me, and then uh, maybe we can link it to this Yeah, post. I'll send it to you, yeah, absolutely. We'll do that. And then the other memory is I was Walgreens Celebrity back in 06, which was my favorite team, with D. Lee, my favorite cop. Oh, the 2006? Oh, yeah. Squad we when still they had lost prior. Yeah, 96 that was, games? That was rough. That game, actually, when I was back kid, they gave us tickets, and I think they lost 17-1 to 1 to the Tigers. Oh, my it was goodness. A, it was a June game, and, I, you know, I said to my mom, Are we, can we stay the whole game? She's like, well, if you really want to. Yeah. <laughs> you know, right. she, my mom, man, the stuff uh-huh. I put her through, She's she learned a little bit about the team, too. But, but yeah, back kid, I met Maddox. It was family day, so I was able to go on the field, wow. and um, I just have... Like I said, so many experiences, and I still honestly can't believe them Cubs, years after. near and dear to your heart. Yes. I'm so jealous that you're <laughs> able to experience all of this. My gosh, honestly, that is seriously incredible, being able to not only throw out the first pitch. Oh, yeah. Being at all the playoff games. Yeah. You're a celebrity bat kid. Like, yeah. Are you kidding me? In 06, too. And, and, okay, so yeah. you mentioned that the 06 team was your favorite Cub squad? They were. Yeah? I, you know, they, Juan Pierre? They, they sucked, but I something about that team 
with Lee and then, you know, Ramirez batting cleanup. Aramis Ramirez mm-hmm. was one of my favorites too. I don't know. I just love that team. And as a kid, I would—that's when I would watch them the most. Sure, and you know, I think that was uh, starting to build into something. Jim Hendry was still the general manager of the Cubs. He made a move to acquire Soriano in the yep. offseason after right. that season. Uh, so 20, 2007, where they were eighty-five and seventy-seven, made yeah. the playoffs. Right. Um, that was the. I think I was really into the Cubs. Um, I mean, I've always been into the Cubs. 2007, 2008 was probably the peak before they started to, right. you know, come back up into reality here. Exactly. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm thinking back to the 07, 08 squads, and they, man, they they, made, they killed it, especially in 08. 08, I thought, was the year. I thought so, too. I you. was there, and I cried my eyes out when they lost. Well, they, they just blew it in the playoffs. They could not hit. Soriano couldn't hit. Derek Lee couldn't hit. Ramos Ramirez. It was silent. Oh, it was bad. It was bad. It was very bad. Uh, the rotation was a Ted Lilly, Ryan Dempster, yeah. Carlos Zambrano. Oh, Ted Lilly. And Zambrano. Yeah, Ted Lilly. <laughs> and at the end, of, I think it was Zambrano starting in Game 3 when they were down 0-2 against the Dodgers. I was like, well, it's over. Yeah. Because Zambrano was struggling at the end of the year. and you know Because they lost at home. They were swept. Mm-hmm. So I, I unfortunately had to witness that. I cried a little bit. My that, mom had to comfort me. The, the fact is, you've been through a lot, and oh, yeah. you've had so many experiences. You were actually at games and whatnot. I just uh, that's just that's just so incredible. Uh, I'm, I'm extremely jealous. Um, thinking back to my favorite team, you mentioned the 06 squad, even though right. they were terrible. I think that's kind of romantic, though, because the Cubs, you know, have a history of being bad. The lovable losers. Well, not, not anymore. anymore. <laughs> so we're looking back at uh, 03 and the 2003 oh, okay. Cubs. I think. There we go have to be my favorite club because they weren't expected to do uh, really much at all um, prior to that season. And then they went on this crazy run in the second half of the season. I know. Uh, so obviously, Sammy Sosa, Kenny Lofton, Moises Alou, Paul Baco. My goodness. Oh, my gosh. Mark Rodzelanek. back. They traded, yep, they traded for uh, Ramos Ramirez at the deadline. It was great. Alex Gonzalez at short. Yep. You know, um, who did they have it? Who was that? Eric Karros at first? Yeah, Eric Karros. Was that, did we get Farnsworth yet? Do we have him I yet? I think Farnsworth. Where's that 04? That's a good question. I feel uh, like Joe Borowski was he Joe Borowski, yeah. yeah, yeah he was there. Troy Hawkins, yeah. uh, Ryan Dempster. Oh, Hawkins, yeah. yeah. That was when Dempster, you know, people were like, who is this guy? He was a... Uh, anyway. He, he was relief. Yeah, of course he was a relief. I'm thinking, if was he a closer? I'm not... I can't I don't remember. think so. I'm pretty sure he was relief. Okay, and he was just late relief. Yeah. yeah, so, I mean, just taking me back. We don't have to, you know, talk no. about 2003, oh how the way no. that ended. We don't have to get into that, but I think uh, that season alone will probably stick out to me forever. Because like I was a little kid, yeah. and while we were in the playoffs, I was actually in Florida watching the game. Okay. So it was like, whoa! I bet. Whoa! And really, in the Florida area, so many Cubs fans. Oh, there's, you know, I used to live in near Tampa, and uh-huh. that's true. I can verify. A lot that. of Cubs fans. Because I went to a Rays game, and there was more. Well, it's the Rays, but anyway. <laughs> yeah, I was at. I was. I went to a Rays game this past summer. Yeah, was it fun? It was. It was it's a lot of fun. It's an interesting park. Tropicana feels yeah. interesting because it's. It was indoors, and I'm like, it's very this is small. Weird. Right. Um. I mean, it's the loud. food's pretty good. It's pretty loud. I mean, if they do anything, <laughs> well, if, if fans go, I mean, right. I think 11,000 people were at the stadium when yeah, I was there, right? but you know, anyway, it's good for them. Anyway. They're going to win someday too. Yeah. All right. We got to move on. Okay. Um, I, I love the conversation. Uh, you talked about the Cubs relationships that you right. have in the front office. We went over the 2016 season. They won uh, 103 games. They were the world series champions. That's right. Um, are you ready to move on into previewing 2017? Trying to think, I don't think I have anything else to add. Just that I did get two tattoos just to commemorate. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Got my Harry Carey one recently, and then I got a number sixteen because how could you not? You know, I was there. I had to. 
So very special. Well, there you go. Like I said, I've, I've enjoyed reminiscing. Oh, yeah. Oh, I could do that uh, anytime, oh, any place, anytime. anywhere. Sounds yeah. good. We'll talk Cubs yeah, absolutely. Uh, right now, actually. Because All right, let's look at the 2017 Chicago Cubs. And okay. I'm going to ask you flat out, are they going to repeat? Because it's very hard to do in baseball. It's it's so hard to do. And, you know, I don't know the answers. You, you hope that they do. But at this point, you just won after all those years. You just still enjoy the moment. You go back, you play how you did last year. You just play your heart out. You don't worry too much. And anything can happen, which we know because of last year. And so, I, I mean, yeah. I have faith. Absolutely. They're good. They're growing stronger. They yep. have to stay healthy. That's mm-hmm. the thing. And I think they were, you mentioned it, um, they were very lucky to be healthy, especially in the rotation. Oh, I know. They had absolutely no, and really, they were the only team in baseball or one of two teams that had the same starting five in the rotation going into September, I believe. They right. really, yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Until yep. they decided to add Adam Warren for a while and then right. got rid of him. But, I mean, that was incredible. They that never out. happens. I know. It was, like I said, the universe. Right. <laughs> everything everything was aligned. Yep. And you had John Lackey, an old right. pitcher, coming in. He pitched he's very gonna, well. He's 37 now. And we have to talk about that, too. John Lackey in the playoffs right. la- uh, last season, uh, he pitched such a huge ball game against the Dodgers, yep. and then he came up huge against the Indians when they were oh, down. Oh, yeah, I know. It was I mean, clutch. He, and I mean, that's why they signed him, for right. to come up in that situation. There's a lot and, of haters, too. Well, hey, I mean, John Lackey eats people, right. but he pitches very well in the playoffs. <laughs> and, I mean, he was huge. You have that stopgap there. Yeah. Uh, John Lester, arguably the Cy Young Award winner. Obviously, you're going to give it to Max Scherzer. Kyle Hendricks, on. Believable, just one of the like best performances yep. you could have imagined from a guy like Kyle Hendricks, who relies on on movement, yep. control, studies. I love Kyle Hendricks. Love. Yep. He's probably. Oh, my I know. Pitcher. He's my favorite. I need uh, to get a jersey. ASAP. So the thing is, uh, when we bring up the starting rotation, because if you look at potential World Series contenders, you right. have to start with the rotation. Absolutely. Because you're not going to win without pitching. Yep. You look at the starting five. You're getting four guys back. Yep. You're losing Jason Hamill. He is now in Kansas City. You're yep. also losing Jorge Soler. Yeah, they're and, gone. And uh, you know, Aroldis Chapman. See you later. Uh, thank you for thanks for what you did. Absolutely yeah. being a rubber arm, and <laughs> yeah. you know, we man, we, we drained him. Oh, I know. We Cubs, Cubs drained him. Yeah, wow, that's fine. But you know what? You, hey, you, he did you it. lose some, and, he, and yeah, thank you for everything he did because. Well, he's got a ring. And he's he gonna can be throw. F- oh yeah, he'll never forget the team. Side note: um, I'm really happy that it wasn't him to get the last out, though. I'm just saying. Montgomery. Yeah. yeah. Well, Mike Montgomery. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. I was happy that it was anybody but Chad. I, I agree with that. I really do. Yeah. And I, I wasn't expecting that either. Of course. I mean, oh my gosh. Okay. Final thought in the World Series, okay. and then we'll. Because right. we'll, it was it was Carl Edwards Jr. Yeah. And then I, I freaked it? out. I, oh man, man. He got the first two outs. Phew, I might I'm need like, some water. Are you kidding me, Carl Edwards Jr.? You're about to get the final three outs. You weren't even on the active roster Comes to down start the season. One run. <laughs> yeah. one run. And uh, you know he he walks a guy. And then, uh, what was it, Brandon Geyer driving yep. him in? Yeah, I think yeah, it was yeah. it. Oh, somebody boy. stole a base. Was it Rashi Davis? It was always Davis. Yeah. Just blame it all on him. Yeah, right? He stole second or something. Brandon Geyer, right. base hit, and, you know, he scores. Rashi and Davis. He's like, oh, my I hate gosh. that name. Oh, how about it? It makes my stomach He's in turn. Oakland now. We don't have to deal with <laughs> it's him. It's okay. Definitely not. So, yeah. Anyway, going back to that. Oh, yeah. Right. Carl Edwards Jr. taking care of business until yeah. he didn't. Mike Montgomery. And... And oh, Miguel Montero too. His role in everything, you know, he. Uh, yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> Hold on, we're we're si- we're going I, back okay. a little bit. We're doing it. Let's see. Was this? Remind was, me, right? It was game one of the NLCS. When I think, did he hit the grand yeah, slam? Yeah, game one of the NLCS against the Dodgers after the Dodgers tied. Mike, it. let the me tell after. you this. Was it the loudest you've ever been around I a stadium? I thought that it was a 5.2 magnitude earthquake. Yeah. It, and they actually said it, it could have measured close to you know a small earthquake. 
I've never experienced shaking like that. It was incredible. Like the whole stadium, I've never, I've been to plenty of exciting games. I'm telling you, that's probably up there on one of the craziest moments and the oh, yeah. best feelings, just because it was electric. Oh, yeah. Well, I think you could hear that for miles. Think about what, what's, what's happening here. The Cubs are in the uh, NLCS for the first time since the year before when they right. got swept by the Mets. Right. But before that, since 2003. Yeah. So you're sitting there, and they've been in complete control. John Lester's pitching a great game, and then all of a sudden, Adrian Gonzalez ties it. Yeah. Right? And the very next inning, Miguel Montero steps in and hits a grand slam. I was actually in Wrigleyville. For that Were game. you? Yeah, and it was, was back to back. Then Fowler hit one. Uh, yeah, and uh, I was actually a. Oh man, I I could see the stadium from the place that we okay. were staying. We were in the second deck. I forgot the name of the place we were at. It was on Clark, I believe. Okay. Um, but my gosh, we saw we had the view of the stadium, yeah. and like I couldn't help myself. I would just look out the window. Yeah, you know, of course. because obviously there was. Uh, it's a delay on the TV, so yep. I'm looking at the fans, and I just see the stadium erupt. Yeah, and I'm like, guys, yeah, this is it, guys. Yeah, you know, yeah. and then oh, it ha- I was going. That was storybook crazy. too, Mike. It really oh, yeah. was. Oh yeah, and we talk about uh, the value. Maybe. I love him. I love Miguel Montero. We we, we are we are good. We are good. Yeah, it started last year or two years ago, and yeah. uh, you know, so he had an issue late. Uh, he he came on a sports radio station here in Chicago. Yeah, and he said that he was kind of upset about his role in the World Series. The way Joe Madden used him, but when you look at what Miguel Montero did, yeah. uh, not only did he have the Grand Slam, he had the go-ahead RBI in Game 7 of the World Series, oh, which I was know. huge, ended up being the game-winning run, yep. and also he was catching for the final out, yeah. and he worked with Montgomery, and Montgomery was like, I, you know, he even said it, I, I don't want to quote him, but he was saying like he he wasn't working well in the bullpen, his stuff wasn't working, right. he was kind of like nervous given yeah. the situation, I mean, this is it. Because I know Miggy went out there and talked to him to try to calm him down. And, and that too, you know, he uh, if you watch the at-bat again, the final at-bat, he started him off with two straight curveballs, right. and I think he got Michael Martinez out on a curveball, which ended up being the tapper up the third base yeah. line. Yeah. So, I mean, that's just batter or a pitcher catcher battery right. going on in Miguel Montero knowing the situation I mean kudos to Miguel Montero I gotta give a shout oh, out to him I love him he was great fantastic uh, terrible so defensive, many good memories defensive yeah, catcher yeah. I mean he's yeah. a, he's an okay blocker right. framing's pretty good obviously he's he's known for his framing but he can't throw a guy Boy, out was he clutch pinch oh, hit love it. grand slam can't I'm telling it. you <laughs> I don't listeners that it's just just oh, yeah. listen to that just let oh, that yeah. sink in it's just beautiful what a memorable postseason I don't I can't help but keep going back I mean when you look you, you against the Dodge to. I mean uh, the, the Giants in the NLDS oh, I know they came back twice yeah, yeah in, the, in game oh, three they had a chance to win that game they tied it at five going to what 17 innings yep. Mike Montgomery was oh, unreal boy. right um, and then in game four they score four runs in the ninth inning to win the game are you serious? Oh, man. That doesn't happen. That was the biggest deficit overcome in the ninth inning in the it playoffs really history in the entire history of baseball. My mind was blown. Couldn't happen. I just couldn't. It, it. It's just. I'm telling you, Mike. Shout out Javi Baez in that yes. series. Shout out just to everyone. Yeah. I mean, these man. young kids, Brittany, young players. <laughs> they're our age. That's and the thing. It's like they, they have all this under their belt already. Chris Bryant. I mean, come on. Come on. Shout out Chris Bryant. Uh, play, hey man, he's college listening. player of the year. Uh, rookie of the year, uh, MVP. They're, He's now I'm, married. I mean, I'm all this stuff something. that just happened yeah. all, for him. Yeah, congratulations, Man. Anthony Rizzo. Yep, all the Rizzo. Kyle Schwarber, Albert Almora, Javi Baez. Schwarber leading off. 
and the story about Kyle Schwarber. I know, right? He's he's playing. Tears his ACL, comes back. Okay. Within like right, three right, games. Right, right, Within right. like three so, games of the season. Yeah, no, I know. We got it. I think we covered most of but it. But what do you think yeah. of him leading uh, okay, off? Because yeah. we, we lost Fowler to the dreaded so, Redbirds. Yeah, let's let's dive into this 2017 yeah. preview here. Okay. So Schwarber, yeah, slated as the leadoff hitter. I like it a lot. I think yeah, it's very I interesting. I think it's very interesting because of the players behind him. Okay. I think it causes uh, the pitchers to attack this Cubs lineup in a different way, and you're not really used to the stereotypical um, you know, speedster not leading off. So you have Schwarber, who can beat you immediately. He'll stand on second base, yep. two pitches into the ball game. Then you have Zobris behind you, Rizzo behind you, Chris Bryant behind you. Like, what? Yeah. This this lineup is dynamic. What's your thought? I When I heard about it, I'm excited. I can't wait to see it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's going to be weird, though, because you don't have Dexter anymore. It's yeah, just, it's just, and that it's hurts. An interesting di- yeah, and especially because where he went. I understand it's a business deal at the end of the day. But you just come off that beautiful championship, sure. and and then you just go to them. But you know what? Best of luck to him. I yeah. thank him for everything he did for the team. But you got to move on. He you got know? paid. He, he deserved paid. to be paid. He's a paid. great player. Yeah, he's gonna do great there. It's just a shame. I'd love to see him in Cubby Blue for a few more years. You know, his value won't be the same in St. Louis. No, because of what the Cubs bring as a whole. I right. mean, it's just straight up. They're the best team in baseball, they are. and they're going to and be it's, for it's years. It's nice to say. Oh it. yeah, it's great oh, to yeah. say it. But Schwarbs, you know, he's. He's a great guy. He's I can't wait to see valuable. what he does. But you know what I'd like to see, actually? I feel like the Cubs, they don't, you know, they're, they're not a really fast team. They don't steal a lot of bases. I'm trying to think. I don't want to give the exact number. It was something like they stole, like, not even 90 bases. Okay. You know, I'd like to see them kind of don't be stupid with it, but, you know, try to I mean, you, you see Rizzo, Rizzo yeah. like having his two foot lead and then slowly, right. slowly, slowly yeah, takes like, off. Yeah. I mean, I, when you look at this Cubs roster, though, it, it, it's hard to find the value in the stolen base there. Because maybe Albert Elmora could give you 20 stolen bases. If Jason Hayward hits over 220 this year, maybe he can give you another 20, which would be valuable. Um, Did you see Jason Hayward's new swing? See his new uh, stance? I I did. I I actually heard about it the other day, and Uh I had to look at it. He's got two homers in the spring. Yeah. You know, after that season, I mean, he, he did the whole speech, so... He's incredible. I mean, it was an awful yeah. season, though. But he's a great. He plays great defense, yeah. and he made some great catches for us. So let's. I just wish him the best. I hope he has a good season. I think he's going to provide whatever he provides next year is going to be better than what he did oh, last year. Absolutely. absolutely. So when you no look doubt. at Hayward, um, I think the signing. Yeah, I don't. I want. I don't want to call it an overpay after year one because I that would just show my baseball stupid because <laughs> there is value in Jason right, Hayward. But right. my goodness. He provided oh, almost nothing boy. at the plate last year. It was really oh, brutal. Boy. and he It had was to, rough. And the thing is, with Hayward, what the problem was, last year we were taking away a spot for a guy like Baez. Oh, yeah, or, absolutely. You know, it's, that's a shame, too. So that that sucks. Um, but in the grand scheme of things, you need Jason Hayward to produce for the Cubs to be successful or not because they were successful without him last year. Pretty much one with seven batters Can last season. Can you imagine, season. though, if he has a hot season? If he hits, if that, he, give me 245. Right. Hit 245, get on base at like a 330 clip. Let's I'll see, be like happy. 14 home runs, I'd be happy too. Oh, 14 you know home I mean? runs? You're, <laughs> oh boy. If he gets 14 home runs, man. We'll come back to this and say, wow, she's You're like, she's hey, good. oh, wait. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, also, I'm trying to think. Um, I don't know. I just feel, I have a good feeling. I'm excited mm-hmm. for it. But didn't we, uh, we get, we have John Jay? Right? Yeah. So, yeah, let's go over the offseason here real quick. Um, just a re- quick recap, and then we'll go into it a little bit more. Yeah. Uh, so, like we said, we, or the Cubs lost. Jorge Soler traded him straight up for Wade Davis. I like the move. I don't know about you. Oh, yeah. Wade mm-hmm. Davis. I was going to bring him up. Yeah. Wade Davis is now slated as a closer. Had arm problems, but we can expect the value that he brings. He's oh, a yeah. good pitcher. Uh, as long as he's healthy. Um, Jorge Soler starting the season on the DL for the Royals. Right. Bad. 
Yep. Bad. And that's something the Cubs couldn't deal with. He's very cost-controlled, though, young player. It sucks to see him go develop throughout the Cubs farm system, but, you know, it was the right move. Yeah. So you look at the Cubs bullpen, you're losing Chapman, um, you bring in Wade Davis— a savvy signing they made, Coach Uehara. He's like 43. <laughs> I was looking reliever. at some stuff the other day. And is that, how do you pronounce it? Coach Uehara? Yeah, okay. Yeah, I'm not going to try. <laughs> it's okay. I'll have you say it. So, you know, I mean, I like it. I think he's still got game. Um, you look, you move past him now. Uh, the signing of Brett Anderson. Yes. How about it? 28 years old, had a lot that? of problems, injury concerns. Uh, he's going to fill that fifth starter spot, which means Mike Montgomery. Goes to the bullpen, yep. where he had tremendous value last season. You lost Travis Wood, so yeah. you look at Montgomery, and it's like, wow, that's huge. Brian Dunsing starting the season on the DL, which yep. uh, kind of handcuffs the Cubs a little bit. Did you see that they were interested in shopping Matt Caesar? Yeah, I heard about that. You know, Theo was saying he, he wanted to do what he can to keep him. Right. But I don't know. I, I like the guy. Yeah, I, I think he was one of the more productive guys off the bench last yeah. season in terms of pinch hitters. So, I mean, you can keep them if you want, but I think at some point you're going to have to make a decision on right. this, you know, because they're keeping 12 you pitchers can't keep right now. them all, you know. Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. So, moving on um, throughout this lineup, you mentioned John Jay, absolutely. Uh, I'm interested to see how much he plays because I think Albert Elmore is just too good not to play. And if it wasn't for him with that base running move, uh-huh. I mean, come on, I know we're going back to it. Shout but, out Albert oh, Elmore. man. He was tagging on, yeah, that. on the Chris Bryant fly yep. ball to deep center, which I thought was a homer. That's it. That's the game changer right there. Yeah, and a great job understanding the situation. Very smart baseball player, young. Yep. Uh, tagging up on first, getting second and base, and Zobes he ended up comes being, through Zobrist. Oh, you know what? Let me MVP. go back real quick. MVP. When he did that whole jump in the air, mm-hmm. when he made did it you to jump second, with him? Of course, <laughs> of course, probably higher because I was just you know running yeah. on adrenaline. But when his helmet flew out, it's just I could watch that Anthony over Rizzo's and over. Anthony Rizzo's there at third base. Oh, I know, and he's, he puts yeah. both hands on his helmet. But anyway, yeah, that, I'm excited for that. I'm uh-huh. excited for. And uh, how about Almora's diving catch in Game Three oh, of the NLDS man. to save Great the game? Great reminder. Oh yeah, he's he's incredible. No, yeah, that's the thing. That's why we're so excited about the Chicago Cubs moving forward. Not only are they defending World Series champions, I mean they have a chance to win multiple World Series over the course of right. what ten years. Yeah, and it's think a about this too. They re-signed Theo Epstein. Yep. And which means, and you talk about the value. In that, just a guy having a concrete front office that works well, and you have them for a decade. Do yep. you know how far that per- pushes an organization into the future in terms of success? Because oh, you're you're gaining quality prospects, yeah, for years, and you're stockpiling them over the course of ten seasons, and that'll get you what fifteen, maybe even twenty years of yep. value, or at least in, at of least. direction. Yeah, so. Yes. I just want to hug Theo. <laughs> he's incredible. He, he's such a great personality, and he gets to the podium, and he's just like, you know, I don't have to be fake up here. He's a good speaker. Oh, he's fantastic. He really is. When he was at the White House, man. Oh, man. Theo, you're the best. Shout out, Theo. <laughs> because, I'm, just, I'm just so happy I mean, right now. It was so great. He was like, uh, what, at the parade? Um, he's like, yeah, I'm going to go on the 40-day bender or whatever. Yeah, I know. He's funny, <laughs> he's too. He's hilarious. Just the whole team, they have personality. They just, just flow so well. It's just dreamy you know mm-hmm. it, it it is what it is but theo is the man and wow yeah he knows what he does his job mm-hmm. perfectly oh yeah that's i mean you look at the chicago cubs going into um really the early 2000s and, and progressively i mean they were a very traditional organization in the sense that um i guess they were conservative yeah you're filling the ballpark people are going to come watch the cubs no matter what uh they were making their money and they really didn't touch 
Wrigley Field, very much. I remember the cinder blocks falling from the rafters, oh my which gosh. was very and dangerous. People would make fun of it and say, "Oh yeah, go to a game and you know, almost end up die, dying." So, yeah. I mean, just out of that now, and looking at where the Cubs are right now, it's just Look you're at us now. <laughs> it's so it's so great. You're looking forward to uh, so much ahead, and yeah. I mean, we we touched on it briefly. 2017 Cubs. We expect them to be competitive again. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to go back to my question. Do you think they repeat? Because I don't know if you answered it. I really didn't. It's more of those like I kind of answered it, but I didn't. You know what? Because I'm a I'm a faithful Cubs fan. I'm going to say they can't. Yeah, I think Why they not? can too. I think they can, and they have enough momentum still from that win. I mean, again, defending world champions. Right. No big I deal. have to say it again. No big deal. Yes, I'm saying it. Okay. Yep. I think uh, it is going to be much more difficult for them to do that this year. Not saying that they can't. Um, I th- my World Series pick though is going to be Cleveland. I think a healthy rotation would have beaten the Cubs last season. Yeah. And another thing, stars aligned. You had Carrasco and Salazar injured. Yeah. And you imagine, yeah. oh, I mean, you man. saw the trouble that they had against Kluber yep. and even Kluber. Mike Clevenger and that, Josh Tomlin. This is the name Kluber. <laughs> I think I kept saying Kluber is a goober when we were yeah. That's what they were saying in the bleachers. I mean, the Cubs saw him three he's, times. He's talented. Though. Oh, he's so very you got to give it to him. But I, I hated the dude when we were playing him. Oh, of course, because he dominated oh my game gosh, one. Kluber. It brings it makes it's a nightmare when I hear mm-hmm. that word, Kluber. And you, you, just one more credit to the Cubs. Okay, <laughs> when they took on guys like Mad Bum, they took on oh, guys yeah. like oh, Kershaw man. multiple times. They took on Kluber multiple times, Kluber. and they ended up winning. They ended up beating these star-studded and that pitchers. It's not easy. Those names right there. Whew. Absolutely talented. I can't All-stars. even think of the ERA if you combine them for those talented guys. I mean, probably among the top pitching. Players in the history of the game. Those are the names you hear. Absolutely, yeah. and Cubs won. Cubs it's, win. It's crazy, you know. It's, it's just it really is. But Sunday, like a, Sunday. It Can starts. you believe that? I know. I'm so happy. Yep. It's it's something to look forward to. And I've been a fan since I could even talk. Mm-hmm. Thanks to my great grandma Katie. You know, it's just yeah. I'm excited. It's been a great few years, and I'm just so excited to see the team progress. And no one can hate on us anymore. And I've I've taken so much heat over the years from everyone, and now. Every, it's just nice to see everyone embracing the Cubs, even though, you know, they gave us trouble. But it, it's just a good thing all around. And they won. They did it. Brittany, so nice to have you on. Thank you so much for sharing. Oh, absolutely. Thank you so much. I feel honored to be on we talked, Behind the Pen. Absolutely. We talked um, your relationships with yeah. the Ricketts family, your experiences at Wrigley yeah. throughout the playoffs and throughout your life. I mean, you threw out the first pitch. I'm telling Bat you. Batgirl. I'm telling you. me. Very blessed. Oh, and, yeah. And, you know, I can't wait to see what the future brings. Plenty of opportunity to come. Absolutely, and I'm very thankful. Yeah, I'm thankful for you jumping on. Uh, it was a lot of fun. Guys, thank you so much for checking into this episode of Behind the Pen, where I specifically previewed the talk, or previewed the talk, <laughs> talked the Chicago Cubs primarily. We went back to 2016. We had a lot of fun reminiscing. We previewed 2017 a little bit. Uh, Brittany was an awesome guest. We hope you enjoyed. If you're on YouTube, give us a like down below, drop a comment. Let us know what your favorite Cubs memory was. Let us know your favorite player, team, whatever. Just give us some feedback. We really do appreciate you. If you're on blogtalkradio.com backslash behind the pen, we thank you so very much for sticking around for this full-length podcast. Again, for Brittany Dole, thank you again so much for jumping on. My name is Mike Rankin, and as always, we will see you all next time. Thank you for listening to this MVP podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Most Valuable Pod for more great podcasts.